You're listening to Deployment Pillars. Military life can feel overwhelming, especially during deployment seasons. At Team Pillar, we believe that a little peace of mind can go a long way. That's why we're proud that this episode of Deployment Pillars is sponsored by USAA Life Insurance Company and USAA Life Insurance Company of New York. USAA Life facilitates members' financial security through a range of products and services, including life insurance policies, with several benefits specialized for military families at no additional cost. Because wondering about your family's financial future doesn't need to be on your deployment to-do list. You can learn more about USAA Life Insurance Company and USAA Life Insurance Company of New York at usaa.com pillar. This is the Deployment Pillars podcast, where we share the best deployment advice for military spouses from people who have been there, done that, and got the homecoming kiss. I'm Joanna, the voice behind Joe My Gosh and co-founder of Pillar, the digital retreat for deployment countdowns. And I'm Becky, founder of Brave Crate and the second half of the Pillar team. We believe that while deployment is tough, it can also be a time of growth. That's why we created Pillar, the totally free digital retreat for deployment countdowns. It's three days of online community, inspiring speakers, and nonstop giveaways designed to set you up for deployment countdown success. Today's episode will give you a little taste of what to expect if you join us for the retreat. In this episode, we are thrilled to present nationally recognized writer and speaker, J.C. Eckhart. JC is a military sociologist and a nationally syndicated columnist who is often featured as a family subject matter expert in the national media. In today's episode, JC shares her unique take on counting down deployment and why ordinary never works. Before any family sets out on deployment, I really think there are three mysteries we really should let them in on. The first mystery of deployment is all those things you're so worried about, those things will never, ever happen. The second mystery is all the things that you never dreamed were physically possible in this world, those things will happen all the time. And the third thing is that despite the deployment, everyone, and I mean everyone who knows you, will expect you to carry on in the same ordinary way, getting the same ordinary results, and carry on like an ordinary person. And that's the real mystery, because when it comes to deployment, anyone will tell you, ordinary never ever works. Your ordinary, automatic, everyday, keep on keeping on self, that is not gonna cut it during deployment. It's not that there's anything wrong with you, it's more of a mystical math problem. If you have kids, you're going to be expected to do twice as much work with half as many adults present in, say, a third of the time. If you don't have kids, you're going to find that while you're at work, the empty hours, while unsupervised, were busy procreating and they have multiplied themselves in a truly frightening way, especially during a time where there is less and less to do. Which you already knew, or you wouldn't be here, and say I wouldn't be here. Hi, 
My name is JC Eckhart. I am a transition coach. It's my job to help people who are going through a major life change. I work with military who are going through transition. I work with students who are starting back to school after a long time out of school. I work with creatives who are starting their own business or finishing a novel. And I work with people who are going through a big life demand, like a deployment. When people go through these things, I call that project a next door project because in order to get through it, you have to knock on a lot of doors before you get the right one to open. That's why my book is called The Next Door Project. In my real life, my best life, my most fulfilling life, I'm a military spouse like you. I have an active duty husband that I love. I've got uh, three kids who still speak to me despite our 20 moves and eight deployments. And I have a mother who should be on Xanax. In fact, everybody's mother should be on Xanax, which is why I'm here. Not to put your mother on Xanax. I'm here because I know that this deployment can be your next door project that changes your whole life. I know that um, the one thing I needed to learn about deployment, I didn't learn on my first deployment or my last one. I learned on my fourth deployment. And I'm here because I want to teach you a method that's kind of outside the box, but can really help the deployment be so much easier for you and your family. So let's start by getting in the Wayback Machine, and we'll go back to my husband's fourth deployment. I don't know why that one was so hard. Probably because I kind of um, outlived the enthusiasm I had for military life at that time. And um, honestly, with the demands from the kids and work, um, I had I was kind of used up. It just pictures, say, an empty Gogurt wrapper. Yeah, that that that, that Gogurt wrapper had a lot more energy than I did at the moment. I think that I was crying on the phone to my mother before the ship had even pulled away from the pier. At that time, I honestly wanted someone, anyone, to tell me what I had to do to get through yet another deployment. I knew what people always said, and I bet you know what people always say too. Keep busy. They love to say that. Get involved. They say that too. They say, um, oh, I hate this one. Pull up your big girl panties and put down that bottle of gin. I mean, who are they kidding? I don't even have any big girl panties. Honestly, at that time, all I wanted someone to understand was that I wanted to do this deployment for my husband and my kids the way I'd seen my mom do it when I was a kid. One of my earliest childhood memories is of playing underneath my dining room table with my brothers. And we're playing Star Trek. And I remember my mother coming through the room with a yellow laundry basket. And she's telling us that it is time for lunch. And I can see the sunshine coming through the window behind her. I can smell the chicken soup in the air. And I remember feeling so incredibly safe at that moment. If you had asked that little girl where her darling daddy was at the time, which was probably Vietnam, um, I wouldn't have been able to tell you. All I knew was that I lived safely in the structure that was built and maintained by Judy Eckhart. And I was the equivalent of, you know, the childhood of a little bumblebee in the safe in the hive. Lucky that way. Um, I wanted that same safety and happiness for my own children, and I also wanted for myself that 
capable feeling that I knew my mother had, that I know she had in that minute. However, when I tried being like my mother, I could almost do it. But honestly, it was exhausting for me. Um, it was disheartening to listen to all the other moms, and honestly, it was a little bit boring for me. How was I supposed to give my kids a good deployment when I didn't have any energy for it? It was the great, it was really a great research question, and the answer I got from most of my friends was along the lines of try harder. I was already trying as hard as I could. I could not try any harder. When I told this to my mom, she said the smartest thing she ever said to me. She said, you're trying to be like me, honey? Why? We aren't anything alike. And that was too true. You got to know, my mother is my biggest fan. We admire each other. We love each other. We get along great. And we are total opposites when it comes to our strengths. I've got the data to prove it. Um, my mother and I took a VIA personality test recently. It measures 24 different strengths people has and puts them in order. And we were both uh, not surprised to find out that my mother's top five strengths were my bottom five strengths. And my top five were her bottom five. Um, she had the best deployment strengths, the traditional ones. Teamwork, self-regulation, gratitude, forgiveness, spirituality. My mom is God's own child. I am more God's half-finished arts and crafts project. My strengths were along the lines of creativity, curiosity, social intelligence, love, playfulness, humor. Those are not, in fact, the strengths that are listed in the Holy Book of Deployment. Those are the strengths that usually get you ending up at a pottery class at a strip mall. When we talked, I realized that my mother was not knocking herself out, putting all those structures together when my dad was deployed. She genuinely liked her volunteer gig three times a week, counting all the money for the baseball league. She liked planning out all of her menus in advance. She liked chasing down her budget to the last nickel. She counted calories and wrote letters every day and checked things off lists. She was Sister Mary Magdalene's absolute favorite parent. My mother worked in sunshine and chicken soup in my memory because she was using all her strengths all the time. And this is where things changed for me. And this is where things can change for you too. I realized that I could make the deployment easier if I stopped trying to be like my mom and started trying to be more like myself, using my own strengths, my own unconquerable soul, my own divine spark. The only problem was um, I didn't know how that would look because I didn't know anybody else who was doing anything different. I was going to have to make it up myself. So when the school year ended and the summer stretched so long in front of us, instead of signing my kids up for all these STEM classes like my friends, I decided I was going to use my strength of playfulness and humor as my deployment strength. Now, don't get the idea that I suddenly became my kid's best buddy. My kids will tell you that I was not put on this earth to play Barbies or build anything out of Lego. They know that my favorite word in the English language is...
that summer, I just let myself do a lot more without a schedule, without shooting all over myself and comparing myself to every other mom. So we went to the beach a lot more. We had a lot more Slurpees. When we started watching Powerhuff Girls on Cartoon Network, um, we started calling my son Mojo Jojo after the monkey villain in that cartoon. We called my daughter Bubbles, and I was Buttercup instead of Mommy. So it was all, Buttercup, can we have another story? Buttercup, should we go to the pool today? Buttercup, where's your sidewalk chalk? My mother, when she heard all this buttercuping, was a little bit freaked out, but a little bit intrigued at the same time. My husband, um, he thought it was super cute, mostly because he looks exactly like the professor on Powerpuff Girls. I bought us all keychains of our characters and we carried them with us the whole deployment. It was amazing how much faster Mojo Jojo went to bed when I told him it was his lair and how Buttercup could always be calmed down when she was coloring, coloring, coloring. I read a lot more about personality type that summer. I found that when I was having a bad day, it was often because the whole day had been spent doing something that was against my type, um, working on something that was not my strength, using somebody else's strengths instead of my own. The summer passed and school started and my husband came home to find that deployment had changed us. We were different as a family because the deployment, like it so often does, had worked as a forcing function. It made me finally stop comparing myself to what every other mom, including my own mom, was doing and start playing the game the way I was designed to play the game, both at home and at work. We didn't just do things along with my strengths. From that point on, we started paying attention to everyone in the family's strengths. We still do. Right now on my phone, I have a list of all my family members, um, even nieces, and um, my, both my in-laws, and keeping track of what people's strengths are, what they value, and what they care about. This is important to me. Your family is facing the deployment right now, and you too are on the threshold of what could be a really good life change by using your particular personality strengths to organize the deployment and make it easier for yourself. Remember the mysterious math problem that's going to make it harder. When you add your own strengths, you cut through a lot of that nonsense and you make things work more smoothly. One of the best things about the military today is there's a lot more freedom to do things your own way. So let me give you these three steps on how you should, can take care of this. Step number one is, of course, know who you're not. You probably have somebody in your mind that you think is a perfect military spouse. If you have all their own strengths, great, follow their example. But if they are your opposite, let it go. Step two. Identify your personality strengths. Now, you can do this any way you like. You can pick these strengths out of the pure fresh air if you want to. Um, you can come up with, there's tons of lists of values and strengths that are on the internet. You can take your values right off your live, love, laugh tattoo. Or you could definitely take one of the personality tests I have listed here. I really like, as I mentioned before, the Via Character Strength Study. That one is completely free, as is the 16 Personalities. That's an MBTI test. Really like that one, too. Um, 
I like the Enneagram is one that people often recommend. It's not one I use, but it's just because I don't fall into one of their types. And uh, Strengths Finder is a good one. You can usually get that pretty inexpensively. Um, I also highly recommend the Gary Chapman's Five Love Languages. I think knowing those things about yourself and your family can make the deployment a lot easier too. Now, some people, when it comes to personality tests, some people spend a lot of time disputing the scientific validity of the tests, and I honestly think that tells them a lot more about them than it tells about the test. I like the personality tests because they tell you you're not alone. Other people do think like you. Other groups of people do value what you value and they function how you function, even if you are a very singular person indeed. So take one of these tests. Step three, write a list of what you can do that is in your area of strength that helps ease the deployment. If you're feeling especially outside the box, I want to recommend one more thing to you, and that's step four. Um, get a keychain. Seriously, pick something that you can keep with you all the time um, just during the deployment. It can be a keychain. It can be something that hangs from your rearview mirror. It can be the home screen on your phone. It can be a stuffed animal that represents the inner animal that lives inside you. Okay, any of those things. There is something really good about something concrete that you carry with you that reminds you who you want to be during a deployment. Because to get through this, you're going to need to be bold, and you're going to need to be brave. And that sounds dramatic, but really that's what it is. You have to be brave in your own way. So now let's say there's three other things I want you to remember about this deployment. Ordinary never works, and it doesn't have to. You already have all the strengths that you will ever need. And if all else fails, sidewalk chalk is a cure for just about everything. I'm JC Eckhart. If there's anything I can do to help you on your deployment journey, you can always reach out to me on LinkedIn, that's JC Eckhart, or through my website at JC Eckhart. Um, and my website is jceckhart.net. Um, that's all I've got for you right now. Let me hear how your deployment is doing. And remember, always work in the area of your strength. Thanks for joining us. We hope this episode inspires and encourages you as you count down to homecoming. If you're not part of the Pillar community, we can't wait for you to join us. Grab your completely free ticket for the next Pillar, the digital retreat for deployment countdowns at pillardeploymentretreat.com. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you back here next time.